This is the Retirement Key Podcast with Abe Abish, founder of Abish Financial Services. A lot of firms out there say they will do tax planning, say they will do social security planning and RMD planning, and typically they just do investment management. They want your money. You've worked hard your whole life to earn and save. Now you need a plan to make that money work hard for you. Where do you stand today with your retirement accounts, with your insurance, with social security, RMDs, taxes, all of it? This is how we need to think. We need to think outside of the box on these matters. Abe is here to help you unlock the keys to your retirement. It seems that many of us, it seems, that's such an adorable way to say it. Um, Many of us have, I feel. We have forgotten what happened this time in 2008. It was an especially bad time, Abe, for investors Mm -hmm. with Lehman Brothers filing for federal bankruptcy protection and Merrill Lynch being forced to sell itself to Bank of America. ABC News summed it all up like this. This was the day we were afraid to wake up to, the bankruptcy of one major Wall Street investment bank, the shotgun wedding of another. Some called it the end of an era, others a day of reckoning. Lehman Brothers, which was trading at $60 a share just a year ago, finished this Monday as a penny stock worth just 21 cents a share. And yet, here we are. 13 years later, the market is doing great, and you'd hope that we have learned our lessons, but it feels like we have forgotten about what we should have learned and kept on entertaining the notion that something like this, it could happen again, couldn't it, Abe? Absolutely. Everything's great until it isn't, Heather. That's right. You know, like Bear Stearns, uh, Lehman Brothers, uh, who would have ever thought that companies like that could have gone under? And actually recently, look at, I think it's a bank in China right now called Evergrande or Evergrande, but I believe it's uh, a large bank over there, you know, downgraded in uh, raising fear of default. Mm. It could go under over there. And it's kind of like the Lehman Brothers or Bear Stearns of of China right now, from what I understand. So yeah, that could certainly happen again. And so, and really when things are just on the up and up and the markets are just hitting all-time historic highs and the real estate market, it's hot. It kind of feels like, you know, that's not too far around the corner Yeah, and we have to have a plan for good times and bad. Obviously, we can't just ride the market until it corrects. So we just had a lady call into the show, Heather, and she's 65 years old. Most of our clients and most of our callers that call into our radio show are, you know, late 50s all the way to their early 70s, retired already or retiring typically five or 10 years or less. So she's 65 and retired. She is single. She's divorced. She lives in Sterling, Virginia, and she is a jet setter. She's a world traveler. Uh, She's got about $1.2 million saved. Okay. So good job of saving there. She's got some rental, you know, real estate that provides her nice rental income, some social security, a pension, and she's living the dream right now. She's like, you know what? I helped everybody else. I helped my ex-husband out. I helped my kids out and all that. And the attention was all on them. And now it's about me right now. And I want to go enjoy my life. So Good for her. kudos yeah. to her for, yeah. So she's going to Africa this month and Europe. In one wow. trip, she's going to be gone for about five weeks. And I thought, I thought that was pretty cool. That is cool. But here's what some of her problems were, Heather. Okay. Number one, she was fully invested in the market. But when she came in and she started going through her plan with us or what she has accumulated and her risk tolerance and all of that, We found out that on a scale of one to 10, one being all cash, 10 being all stock, she was a five, Hmm. middle of the road. Okay. Yet she was all in stock when she came to us and she knew she needed to reduce risk, but here she is telling us she wants to be a five invested as if she is like a nine or a 10. Mm -hmm. That was issue number one. Issue number two, because of that. 
when we did an investment and risk analysis report for her, we found out that her max drawdown potential or her max drawdown loss potential was 46 percent, meaning that of her $1.2 million, if another 2008 happens, if another Lehman Brothers, Bear Stearns 2008 market crash happens again, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she has a potential, if it's another 2008 type of year, to lose five to $600,000, wow. almost half of her nest egg in a bad year. Wow. 46% potential max drawdown. Right, almost fifty percent of her nest egg. She's sixty-five. Yeah. So that was one of the biggest reasons why she called in and came in. So, yeah. what was the solution for her? Obviously, reducing risk because yes. we don't want another two thousand eight to happen and it to slam and crush our nest egg. She's sixty-five and retired. She does not want to go back to work. Right. She wants to travel the world and live the rest of the life, her life for herself. Right. Yep. And so what we did is basically we recommended a 50-50 split in terms of smart risk over here on the market side, our private wealth platform at TD Ameritrade, and then also 50% that had a lot less risk or zero risk in terms of market losses. And man, that helped her so much to just kind of leave our office, continue to set those travel plans and not to worry about her income and her retirement dollars as much. Because if another 2008 happens, Mm -hmm. now she knows that 50% of her nest egg is very safe. Like, you know, if the market goes down, maybe she loses 5% or maybe she loses nothing based on the strategy that she has. And on the other side, maybe she loses a little bit more if the markets go down, but her upside is also going to be higher. It was a huge risk reduction for her. It was a plan that's now much better suited for this phase of her life the income phase of her life, the retirement phase of her life versus the working phase of her life when she was working and maxing out her accounts and so forth. So keeping on the idea of risk, there are different ways that we can look at risk and analyze it, Abe, all the way down to the income risk that we might not even realize we're creating for ourselves. A study by the Employee Benefit Research Institute found that most retirees never even touch their retirement accounts until they have to start taking required minimum distributions. That's the case even among those who have smaller amounts saved. And it makes it seem like people are using RMDs as a sort of guide to tell them how much they can safely spend. Abe, I have to imagine that there's a better way to come up with a withdrawal strategy, right? There is, Heather. You know, we don't want to prescribe to these kind of generic, you know, mass advice rules like the 4% rule or, you know, prescribing to an RMD rule where you start taking out roughly 4% of your portfolios. We don't want to do that. Everybody's situation is different. Right. And we don't want to wait too long to enjoy our hard-earned money, right? We don't want to wait too long just by deferring all the money and being scared to pull it out for income. I know this is a new thing for a lot of people, you know, turning our nest eggs into income, but we need to focus on this because now we're about to retire or have retired, we need to turn our growth, our nest egg, our assets into income so we can enjoy them. So we just had a lady call into the show, Heather. She's 62. She's single. She lives in Frederick, Maryland. Mm -hmm. She wanted to know, she called in because she wanted to know if she could retire next year, 2022, Mm -hmm. and if not, when she could. Okay. So she's got 900,000 bucks saved. She's a federal employee. She's got a TSP. Obviously, we'll have a FERS pension. Mm -hmm. She's going to have Social Security, obviously. She's got a little bit of rental income and then $900,000 saved. She also doesn't spend much. She only spends- Got it. 
she only needs and spends maybe 4000 bucks a month or okay. 3500 bucks a month or something yeah. like that. So what we found off right off the bat is that her pension and her Social Security almost cover all of those expenses without even touching the nine hundred thousand dollars. Okay. But then when we did a complimentary, you know, plan for her, Heather, and we did a complimentary portfolio and investment analysis, we found out that sixty percent of her TSP was in the F fund, which okay. is basically the bond fund of the TSP. Uh-huh. And when you find out what the F fund is currently paying, it's paying you know, bonds right now in general are paying, you know, one to maybe two and a half percent. So here is 60% of her TSP, which was four or $500,000, paying around 2%. But we also found, even though she wasn't taking on a lot of risk, that her maximum drawdown, maximum loss potential was over 20%. Hmm. So I said, hey, do you realize what that means? Like you have $900,000 saved in your portfolio the way it is today. If we have another 2008, you could lose one hundred and eighty to $200,000. How would you feel if something like that happened? Obviously, she's like, well, I can't have that happen. I'm 62. I'm wanting to retire next year. That's why I'm talking to you. So yeah, and I agreed. So what was the solution? We looked for bond alternatives, right? And you have to be able to search the market, uh, markets both in and out. As a fiduciary firm, we do that. You just don't want to get married to these old school models where you say, nope, we're going to stick to this model for the next seven to 10 years. We're going to stick 40 to 50% of your money in, in bonds no matter what, because that's what's worked in the past. No. I mean, how could we stick 40 to 50% of someone's monies in an asset class paying 2% or less and then charge a management fee on top of it? I mean, that's, we don't believe it's ethical. So we put together a plan for her that helped address those monies that weren't earning as much as they could and also the part of her plan that needs to stay into the market as well. So we put together a written retirement roadmap for her, Heather. This was a a written plan that's going to help her with this transition from her working career into retirement. And that's exactly what she was looking for to help her make the decision as to whether she can retire. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Key Podcast with Abe Abish. To learn more about Abish Financial Services, visit retirementkeyradio.com. And join Abe for his radio show, The Retirement Key, Saturdays at 2 p.m. on WMAL. Patrick Volk is an investment advisor representative of J. Hagen Capital, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and, when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Abraham Abish and Patrick Volk are licensed in your state, please call 571-577-9968. Abish Financial Services is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Abraham Abish or Patrick Volk. NPN number 770-3575 and NPN number 727-978.